0: This is Live 360 with Tony Sutherland, and you're listening to Episode 31. Hey guys, we're just going to jump right on into the content today. I want to thank you for your time today. It means a lot. And I'm glad that you are allowing me the opportunity just to influence you, to make an impact in your life. And I want you to be encouraged today. You know, dealing with promotion and dealing with ambition, these me monsters that we've been dealing with, it's not a unique problem to you. Everybody deals with it. Everybody has, um, you know, a desire to pursue things and sometimes goes beyond the boundaries of of healthy pursuit. And we just want to make sure that, you know, you understand that you don't have a a mental problem or an emotional problem or a spiritual problem here. It's just something we all battle with. And I want to encourage you don't overanalyze yourself. Sometimes you overanalyze yourself and it's called the paralysis of analysis. You know, you just overanalyze and overthink yourself to death. Don't do that. Just take a few points that I make on these podcasts and just, you know, try to make moves and strives to improve your overall mindset. You know, don't let yourself be overcome with, you know, your own, uh, you know, I call it negative thinking, stinking thinking. We all have it, and we all just need a quick calibration every now and then. So I'm pointing at you right now while you're driving or while you're on the subway or maybe while you're jogging, listening to this podcast. I'm pointing at you and saying, you're not as bad as you think you are. I want you to lift up your eyes. You know, grace is such a wonderful gift that God has given us, that we are good with God. But I also believe on our journey, we need to make some adjustments every now and then. We've been talking about the me monsters, these pesky, irritable, aggravating, uh, irritating things that just they stop our progress. They they put dividing walls in our relationships. And I want to just open up things for you. I want you to experience peace and joy in every area of your life and i want you to have a good mental outlook of yourself. Don't look too deep within. Don't dive into darkness and despair about what you struggle with. We all struggle with it. I'm just trying to throw some concepts your way that'll help you deal with these things and and also become aware. You know, sometimes we're running so fast we don't see what's beside us and in front of us and we hit walls and i want to help remove some of those walls for you. I've had to i've had to have these same conversations in my own emotions. I've had to have uh, some prayer sessions with God and I've had to learn some things through mistakes. And if I can help you avoid some of the same mistakes I've made, I'm doing a pretty good job. So we're going to jump into this content today. And today we're going to be talking about the envy monster. This is a monster that possesses you. If I'm going to title this podcast, it would be confronting the enemy of envy. Confronting the enemy of envy. So let's get into it. So let's just get real for a minute. All of us struggle with envy. And I want to let you know right off the top that there will always be somebody better than you. There will always be somebody better looking than you, more talented than you, more successful than you, making more money than you, be more popular than you. And it's just going to have to be something you accept. You know, uh, don't let it make you feel uncomfortable. Let other people's abilities, if they're greater than yours, especially if they're greater than yours, to challenge you to get better. But I've always found that the envy monster, that jealousy and that envy monster, is, is like the bait of Satan. If Satan can get you to be envious of somebody, you've already bitten into the bait and you've fallen for the trap. And your life is going to be just pretty miserable. I don't want you to be miserable. God doesn't want you to be miserable. And so we just have to really get honest with ourselves. You know, I found that jealousy and envy usually is an issue between brothers and sisters. Most of the time, a brother isn't going to be jealous of a sister. (laughs) Uh, And a sister's not going to be jealous of a brother. It's usually within the same, you know. Uh, gender you know men get envious of other men they get uncomfortable and put out and same thing with women it's just it's a it's a consistent observation i've made let's just go back to the beginning of time where cain and abel had had this you know the division between them because cain was jealous of abel god accepted abel's sacrifice and didn't accept cain's sacrifice and so it drove cain To kill his brother. Um, Sarah and Hagar, two sisters. We're going back to the beginning of the Bible. Sarah was jealous of Hagar because Hagar had a son with Abraham, and Sarah was the promised one. She was supposed to be the one that got the child first, but because of some, you know, because of Abraham having to manipulate the situation and not waiting and trusting God. Sarah and Hagar had contention in the home, and it eventually came down to Abraham sending Hagar away, and it was very dysfunctional. Envy causes a lot of dysfunction. You know, they call envy the green-eyed monster, and it lurks in all of us. You know, comparison, you know, when you compare yourself to somebody, whether they're more successful than you or more handsome than you or more beautiful than you or more popular than you, that, that comparison is the root of envy. You, become, you start to compare yourself. And especially if you're going for a dream or a goal or you have an aspiration and you see somebody within your own ranks that's actually headed in that direction a little faster than you or maybe gets the promotion on the job or gets more attention or more access or more favor or more opportunity, it just eats away at us. Comparison, I like to take words every now and then, and I like to break them down. Comparison is compare I, son. Compare I, son. And I relate that to Joseph and his brothers. You know, when Joseph had this dream that he was going to rule and the brothers were going to bow down to him and he was God's promised one, you know, um, his brothers started the comparison game. You know, they were comparing themselves, comparing I, to the other son compare I son comparison and they were comparing themselves to Joseph's dream and putting themselves they had already determined what they were going to do and it brought dysfunction into the home because Joseph had this dream he had his uh, the favor of the father the father made him a coat of many colors and he was kind of like Joseph's or he was kind of like Jacob's favorite. Joseph was Jacob's favorite son, and it made the brothers jealous. They were comparing themselves, compare I, to the other son. They were comparing themselves to one of their brothers, Jacob's son. Compare I, son. And see, that's what we do when we compare ourselves with other sons and daughters in the kingdom. I'm specifically speaking to the sons and daughters of the Most High God. When we see someone else getting favor or being blessed or coming into a season of opportunity and open doors, we compare us, compare I to the other son or the other daughter. And it causes comparison. And, you know, envy is a murdering spirit. If you think about it, that spirit, if Satan can get you to buy in and be offended by someone else's favor, then he's caused you to bite into it. He's caused you to already... You, you've already drunk the poison, so to speak. I want you to spit that out of your mouth right now because it is a murdering spirit. Cain murdered his brother. And, you know, one of, the, one of the offsets of envy is when someone is being blessed and you're jealous of them and envy of them, envious of them, and someone comes into your circle and begins to talk about them and begins to kind of, you know, give them some love and show them some props. Hey, have you heard of this person and what that person's doing? And you're already struggling with that. Somehow it just eats away at you like leprosy. And what you'll find yourself doing is, yeah, well, you don't really know about them. I know some things about them that you don't, and they really aren't all you think they are. And what you start doing is chipping away at their uh, reputation. And you have to remember that God wants to build us up, and any time we respond to our own envy and jealousy to tear someone down. Remember you're tearing someone down that God wants to build up and God wants to give us all special opportunity and special favor and special, um, uh, blessings and open doors that bless us. It may not look like what the other person is getting. It may not even look like as much at the time, but God knows what we can handle. And God wants to create opportunities for all of us. You're, you're, you're one of God's favorites. I've said it before. You're one of God's favorites. I'm one of God's favorites. God loves us all. He's no respecter of persons and God wants to bless us all. God has amazing potential for us all. And, and I'm gonna share with you today five truths about envy because we're gonna confront this enemy today. Guys, I just if you're struggling with envy right now, if it eats away at you, you gotta be honest with yourself. I've I've said it many times. You just have to have a big gulp of honest tea. You have to be honest with yourself and say. You know what? Yeah, I'm envious. Yes, it's causing me to say bad things about somebody when God's trying to build them up because I can't stand seeing someone else headed in the same direction that God promised me and them getting there first. You know, I I just want to encourage you and and understand this. Again, don't overanalyze yourself because anyone who has ever done anything truly significant has often wrestled with strong feelings of comparison and envy i have and I know you have and i just i just believe in being real and transparent i'm not any different than you i've struggled with envy i've struggled with jealousy and i try to mask it and say no I'm not envious you know and but we we know we are we might as well just admit it it's something that exists between the brothers. It's something that exists between the sisters. We all deal with it. We all struggle with it. Everybody, nobody is beyond dealing with this, but we're going to conquer this envy monster, and it's the monster that possesses you. They, they call it that green-eyed monster. It's something that possesses you, and what we're going to do today is we're just going to put envy in its place. We're going to conquer the enemy of envy. All right, so let's jump into the first truth about envy. Number one, envy causes us to do terrible things that we never imagined we could do. I want you to think about Joseph's brothers for a minute. Do you think that as they were growing up, you know, farming and, and having family time and sitting around the table and laughing and telling stories and and just having that brotherly bond and maybe playing games out on the you know on the on the the desert terrain and just you know having fun together as brothers that they ever imagined that they would take their brother kidnap him and strip him of his clothes take this coat of many colors that his father gave him dip it in a kill an animal, dip it in blood, sell him in, throw him in a pit, then sell him into a slave caravan that was going down to Egypt, and then come back and tell their dad that he had been eaten by a wild animal, lying to their dad. I mean, you know, envy, it has a way, and that's why I say it's the it's the monster that possesses you. and again, if you if you haven't been with us, the past few podcasts, we've been talking about the me monsters and we talked about ambition and promotion and now today we're talking about envy and you never you can never imagine the terrible things that you can do and say to someone else because of your sheer envy it has a way of consuming you and eating away at you and sometimes we just let it go too far until we've we've tried and attempted to ruin the reputation of someone that God wants to build up. And again, I said earlier, it's a murdering spirit. We're literally murdering the reputation of someone, marring them. No one is perfect. You know, I don't care if someone has more favor, and more opportunity than you, or appears to have more favor and more opportunity. Listen, if you could just see the favor of God on your life right now, if you could see it tangibly, you would be shocked to know how much how much favor God has for you that is on your life, that is just compounded in and covering your whole life and your future. So many wonderful things await you. And, and and I don't want the, that monster of envy to stand between you and the doorway and bully you out of it and possess your soul. We need to ask the Lord, God, I'm done. This is the last day I want to deal with this envy to this level. God, deliver me of this. And I believe he's doing it right now as we're exposing him. You see, that's, that's the way to get delivered of something. You expose it. You see that it's there and you admit it. And you say, I'm going to conquer this enemy today. So number one, enemy causes us to do terrible things that we never imagined. All right. Number two, envy actually causes us to betray our heavenly father. You know, while we're, while we're trying to have this deep, developed relationship with God, sometimes our envy can actually cause us to betray the one that we love, that we know has put his favor on us, but we don't realize that we're doing it the whole time. We're actually working against our Heavenly Father's plan for our life. Now, let me tell you something. Grace covers you great. You, you are always good with God, but God wants you to be good with you. God wants you to be good with you. He wants you to be at peace and enjoy the journey toward the destination and the things that he has planned for you in this life. You know, heaven is a promise. We're we're, we're not going to miss heaven as his children, but we can miss some of the opportunities and the doors and the platforms and the connections and the relationships that God wants to bring us into because we're allowing this envy monster to consume us. And in in that journey, we can actually betray the Father. Because again, as I've mentioned it before, when when you tear down the reputation of someone else, that stems from the envy that you have, because I mean, if you're not listen, guys, if if you're not, if you're not dealing with envy, then you'll probably do a whole lot less evil speaking of other people. It's, it's when we really get down to honesty, we're not really calling people out because of their problems. We're calling people out because of the problem in us. It's, it's really, we're we're really more exposing our lack of confidence in who we are and what God's will is for our life and I don't want to jump ahead cuz I am going to talk about that but often we betray the father because we just we kind of look at him and just say well I don't think that your favor is on my life and I don't believe what you say about me and so I'm just going to lash out and continue to go after this person in my in my own you know we're we're diving so deep into the dark recesses of our envy that we actually work against god to to be where he wants us to be so envy causes us to often betray our own father just like joseph's brothers did you know, they never thought they would betray their own father. They thought they were just getting rid of the problem. But what they were doing is compounding the problem in their life and then going back to their father and lying in his face. And can you imagine, even, even at a glimpse of it, after the heat had died down and after they had realized what they had done, how they had struggled, because later on in the scriptures as we read, we, we find out that the brothers really did live with this pain their whole lives until they rediscovered Joseph in Egypt going down there. And, you know, you'll have to read the full story to get what I'm saying. But I just wanted to dive into these points real quick today. So envy causes us to betray our own heavenly father. Hey, guys, just want to jump in here real quick And remind you that we have four remaining episodes in season one. We hope you've enjoyed it so far. And if they've been blessing you and you have not yet subscribed, do it now. Subscribe to the podcast. Please leave us a review and share it with one or two other people in your life that need to hear what you've been listening to this entire time. You know, we want our content to get out to more and more people so we can help them discover how to have peace and joy in every area of their life so let's jump back into conquering envy and then i'll come back at the end with a few closing comments hey guys before we go on any farther just want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast especially when you're done listening Write us a review. You can leave us some stars, but we need you to actually write a review. It helps us get the word out to influence and impact more people's lives, point more lives to Jesus, help people discover how to have peace and joy in every area of their life and in their leadership and in their relationships and every part of their life. And we're thankful that you've listened so faithfully, and we want you to help us help others experience what you're experiencing on this podcast. So thanks so much for subscribing and writing us a review. All right, let's start with point number three. Envy causes us to despise our own gifts, rendering them inactive. Let me say that again. Envy causes us to despise our own gifts, rendering them inactive. You know, when you're envious of somebody else, it blinds you to your own promise and potential. Because now you're so consumed with someone else's promotion, someone else's talent, someone else's looks, someone else's opportunity that you're, you can't even see what God has put inside of you. You know, when you envy others, what you're doing in essence, what I've done in essence at times, is reject the unique and significant thing that God is orchestrating in my life. And that's what happens when you do it. You know, when you envy other people's, you're just rejecting what God has given to you. You're telling God that this opportunity you've given me is worth nothing. And what you do is you stop yourself short of fulfilling the potential to increase and abound in your current assignment. I want to say this again. I want it to sink in. When you envy others, you reject the unique and significant thing that God is orchestrating in your own life. You lose your expectancy. You lose your enthusiasm. You lose your passion because you're so consumed with the flames and the fires of envy that monster that envy monster is possessing you that you just can't even operate and grow in your own potential and you know comparing yourself to others it just basically stems from the unawareness of your own greatness you know one of joseph's brothers name was judah and Judah from his own lineage now. He didn't know it at the time. He didn't know it at the time But Jesus was the lion of the tribe of Judah. Jesus came from the descendants of Judah Do you know that if Judah would have known that, he would have think the son of God is going to come out of my line. I'm going to be the father, the great, 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 great grandfather of the very son of God. If he would have known that, he wouldn't have wasted his time being jealous and envious of Joseph. He would say, "Ah, you got a coat of many colors. Um, I'm going to have the son of God as one of my great, great grandsons. Okay. This is what I'm saying. You just need to trust God that, and even if you don't see it now, maybe you won't see it for the next few years. Maybe you'll never see all that God wants to do through your life, but you've got to know, you've got to believe. I've got to believe that God wants to do something amazing through your life. He did not birth you into this life just to exist and breathe and eat and go to sleep and work a job. God created you for greatness and greatness to come out of you and you just need to know that when you compare yourself to others it just stems from that basic unawareness of your own greatness god wants you to know god god it knows that he's great God knows he's great. He doesn't need us to remind him how great is our God. We sing it all the time. God doesn't need to be reminded. He's not up there on the throne going, yeah, yeah. Let let me hear some more of that. that. That makes me feel good. No, no, God's not doing that. God wants you to know how great you are. And that's that's really, we miss that when we're envious. We miss our own greatness. And so when we fall into that comparison trap, we're not only betraying God, we're not only betraying others, but we betray ourselves we betray ourselves we sell ourselves short can i tell you something you need to focus on the things that god is doing great in your own life and quit worrying about the greatness of others you know what be 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 the bigger man praise them pray for them you know give them show them love and 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 be willing to step outside of the you know, sometimes battling envy means that you just got to go ahead and call people great because God calls them great. God wants, and maybe you do see character flaws. It's so easy to pick out people's character flaws when we're envious of them. We find all their weaknesses. We see all their shortcomings and their flaws and their, you know, their, their marks and, 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 and the things that they don't do right and, But you know what, guys, we got plenty enough to worry about of our own, of our own. We got enough stuff to deal with on our own. We need to start focusing on God's plan for our life. Get your eyes off of other people. Get your eyes off of what they're doing right or even doing wrong. Bless them. Pray for them. Even if they don't like you, even if they reject you. And we're going to be talking about that as one of the monsters down the road, the rejection monster. I definitely don't want to get a whole ahead of myself, but you need to remember that that's not, God did not call you to focus on other people's successes. God called you to focus on his plan for your life because what God has given you is for you. So envy causes us to despise our own gifts, rendering them inactive. Don't let your own gifts remain dormant and inactive. Ask God to activate. You know, so many times we might be on the verge of experience experiencing an exponential increase in our own gifts and our own abilities and our own opportunities. And, And when we can just get really serious and focus in on that, we'll begin to discover it a whole lot faster and see ourselves in the light of God's favor on our own lives. So don't let your envy cause you to despise your own gifts, rendering them inactive. All right, number four, envy causes us to reject God's wisdom and accuse him of unfairness. You know, when we're envy of someone else's accomplishments and opportunities and, and, you know, their success, what we do is we just, in essence, tell God, God, you just really, you, you chose the wrong person to do that. It should have been me. <laughs> we, we think that, they don't deserve it. I'm the one that deserved it. I worked harder. And you know, that's how God God's favor is. Sometimes God will put people in positions and platforms that really are less talented than you. And that makes it harder for us to, to just breathe. Sometimes we're so eat up with that. Like I'm the one that should have got that. I worked harder. I paid more for it. I paid a, a greater price I'm a better preacher, a better singer, I'm I'm smarter, I'm better looking, I should have won, I should have made it, I should have got the job, I should have got the opportunity and here's this little young upstart or here's this person who is way less qualified than me. Guys, you know, that's how the favor of God is. You know, God is sovereign. We just have to trust his choices and sometimes we don't get it. And we're going to talk about that in our next, you know, our next podcast. But we just have to trust that God's wisdom is greater than ours. And I would just say take pleasure in other people's success, especially if you're on the same team. Because when one person on your team scores, the whole team jumps off the bench and gets excited. If you've ever watched a, a really intense basketball game, those people on the bench are jumping up and throwing their jerseys all around and shouting the name of the person scoring the point. Um, let's not let ourselves just forget that um, God's God's sovereign. He does what he wants to do. And I want you to ask yourself this question. Have you ever secretly celebrated someone's failure inside if they failed? You were so envious of them. You were actually pulling for them to fail. And let me tell you, leader, if you're listening to this, you're going to have to be aware and settle it once and for all that they're going to be people that want you to fail. They're pulling against you because they're envious of you. Um, I've talked about when you get promoted, it reveals your, your true friends and your real enemies. And sometimes your promotion will bring the worst out of people. But I want you to ask yourself, have you ever secretly celebrated someone's failure? Or have you secretly been pulling for them to fail? And that's where you need to check yourself. I'm telling you guys, that will just m- make you miserable. You'll never be happy if that's where you're going. You can't let yourself go that direction. You got to pull yourself back. I hope this podcast is kind of, man, if I could just be like that old, when you remember when the people would perform on stage and someone would, would take a hook and pull them off the platform. That's kind of what I hope I'm doing right now with some of this, just hooking you back in. You know, our great shepherd has a, a, a hook. <laughs> it's it's the crook on the staff. And sometimes the shepherd has to reach over and pull the sheep back with that crook, that hook on the end of the staff, the shepherd's crook, to keep that sheep, that lamb from going in the wrong direction and hurting himself. And I hope that this podcast is kind of doing that. I have a shepherd's heart. I want to help bring you back and say, hey, man, let's come back close to the Father's heart. Let's not wander out there and and brood and breathe smoke out of our nostrils at what God is doing for the other sheep. Let's stay close to the heart of the Father and trust that he's got some good things planned for you. Um, I always say that jealousy and envy is the source of all dysfunction because it stems from insecurity. I don't feel I'm good enough. I don't feel that I'm, you know, you may, you may think it comes from, thinking that you're actually better than somebody else, but it actually can be a deep insecurity in you that, you know, you're not better than that other person and you're not good. And so it helps you to put that other person down. But let me tell you something. When you put someone else's light out, it doesn't make your shine any brighter. I've always said that if you can take your light and join it to someone else's light, it only burns brighter in the room. Um, you know, praying for someone and encouraging other people and complimenting and taking pleasure in other people's success will only make your light shine brighter because when you try to put it out, it's not going to make yours any brighter. Um, You know, a division in a leadership team or division in a church or division in relationships can often be traced back to one or two gifted people who didn't get the recognition or the promotion they felt entitled to, and so the way that we keep dysfunction and division away, or or we cancel division or we cancel dysfunction, is to celebrate one another's successes, and don't ever go down the road where you're secretly celebrating someone's failure or secretly pulling for them to fail. Just accept God's sovereignty and His distribution of gifts, and I, I believe you'll truly be able to discover and develop your own. Remember. The the Bible says the 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 master gave uh, each steward uh, he blessed them according to their abilities and he gave one five talents one two talents and one one talent and the man with five talents man he just took off and developed okay and he he multiplied he doubled that and then the guy with two talents thought I'm gonna double mine and so he doubled him and he ended up with four talents but the one guy with one talent he buried it and I sometimes equivocate that guy with the one talent to an envious person. Cause he was probably looking at the guy with five talents and the guy with two talents and thinking, man, I, you know, they just think they're all that. And what he was doing the entire time was burying his own talent. He was unaware. He had no recognition of his own gift that the master had given him, but notice the guy with two talents. He didn't compare himself to the guy with five. He just focused on developing his two talents And as he did it, he multiplied that and was faithful with what God had given him. He didn't look at the guy with five and get discouraged with the guy with five and get envious of the guy with five. He just developed his own and he multiplied and grew in that. And that's success. Success isn't having more or better than somebody. It's doing, being faithful with what you have and increasing in that. And you can't do that if you're envious, if you're jealous if you don't accept God's sovereignty, you gotta do that. Don't fall for the lie that God has run out of favor for you. When someone gets an opportunity, don't sit there and go, oh God, I guess there's nothing left for me. Listen, man, God has more than enough to pass around unlimited amounts of favor. And his favor for you is gonna be good for you, it's gonna be a blessing to you. It won't be with sorrow. The, the Bible says in Proverbs that the Lord gives and adds to our life without sorrow. Maybe you don't want the five talents. Trust me, maybe sometimes when you look at that guy or that girl that's getting more than you and getting ahead, you know, we think, ah, oh, you know, I want that. And then we get envious of them and we want what they have. But the truth is, maybe you wouldn't want it if you had it. Be thankful and satisfied and, and uh, content with what God has blessed you with. Don't fall for that lie that God has run out of favor for you. And I would just say don't envy other people's successes because you have no idea what hardships they, they may have had to endure to get there. You know, some people make it look easy. But man, if you would stand a year in their shoes, you'd probably think, yeah, yeah, I think I need to go back down a notch. Don't always be so quick to envy other people because you may not want what they have. Maybe you think that, you know, that they have the max life and, and and it's causing you to be envious, but stop for a minute and think, man, I don't know. Maybe I don't have that because God feels that I'm not ready for it and it wouldn't be good for me at this point. Don't always be so quick, you know. Judging people doesn't mean you always judge them in a bad way. It means you've judged them wrongly in a good way. You're like, oh man, they have everything there. No, no, not necessarily. You know, and a lot of times when people are succeeding and coming to opportunities and favor, it may look like favor to you, but to them, it's a challenge. It's a struggle. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a road to the next level and it's uphill and they're sweating it and they're stressed out a little bit and you know, their emotions are at play and they develop some enemies and some resistance on the outside. It looks all good, but on the inside, they're probably really struggling. Don't be so envious of that on the outside because you may not know what they're dealing with on the inside. So celebrate people's success. You know, remember that envy, don't let envy cause you to reject God's wisdom and certainly accuse him of unfairness. Know that God is doing the right thing by withholding something for you from a season until you're ready for it or either has something totally different on another track that will bless your socks off You don't even know it. You're not even ready for it. But I'm telling you what, God has some amazing things for you. If you'll just trust his wisdom and know that he's a just God and that he's going to do what's best for your life. And our final point, number five, envy prevents us from being fruitful. Genesis 4 and 12, uh, I read this one morning and it just basically stopped me dead in my tracks a few years ago. I had been struggling with some envy and some jealousy and I was just getting real before God and the scripture says and now you are cursed from the ground which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand when you work the ground it shall no longer yield to you its strength you know Cain was so jealous of Abel that he killed him and his blood spilled on the field that he worked and the Lord told him cursed is the ground where you killed your brother and his blood from your own hand has fallen upon the field that you are working. And he made a, he he made a statement and I'll I'll never forget it. It says, when you work the ground, it shall no longer yield to you its strength. I want to, I want to say this soberly to you today when you're jealous and envious of other people and you tear down their reputation around others, when you do that, You prevent yourself from being fruitful in your own life and ministry. And I don't want to see that. I want you to be fruitful. God said that he would, that you would bear fruit that would last. So let's just cast off envy and jealousy. Lord, I just pray right now for the person that's listening to me right now, that you'll deliver them from the slavery of this monster called envy that possesses them. Help them to conquer the enemy of envy. Help them to... Feel the freedom and the joy of the promises and the blessings that you have prepared for them and all that's ahead. Lord, help them to be fruitful in their own field. Help them to be fruitful in their own calling, their own ministry, their own career, their own business. Help them to get their eyes off of what everybody else is doing and accomplishing and help them focus on the promises of your blessing and increase on their life in Jesus' mighty name. You know what? I hope that envy monster is just jumping up and running away from your life right now that you're finding some freedom and some some air, some fresh air to breathe and that you can see some potential and promise ahead of you. And I believe that it's coming sooner than you think. That envy monster maybe have trying to be pushing against you because you're right at the precipice of something powerful in your own life, your own ministry and your own relationships and your own business and finance. So today, don't let that monster possess you. I hope this has encouraged you today and blessed you um, and just given you some new perspective on uh, some of the things that you're struggling with. And I believe that God's gonna help you conquer the enemy of envy today. Hey, man, that's all the time we have left today. I always hate to say that. Hey, but before I go, I wanna remind you to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and share it with one or two other people that you know need to hear what you heard today. I hope this encouraged you. Hey, we got one more. Me monster to talk about, and we're going to talk about that on our next episode. And until then, we'll see you. <music>